Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, baby! Welcome, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between. You have entered a new episode of And the Podcast Will Rock. We are the show that dives into the discography, the catalog of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Join with me, as always, from the Great White North, Corey Morissette. Corey, dare I ask how the weather has been treating you? It's not white anymore. It's very brown oh. and muddy and gross, but we're very happy. <laughs> Nothing is frozen anymore. We could actually leave the house. Uh, two weeks ago, I took my daughter to see uh, Alice Cooper and Buck Cherry nice. in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. We had second row. She caught two picks and had the time of her life. And this weekend, we're heading up to Saskatoon to check out ZZ Top and Cheap Trick. So uh, I'm I'm in a great, great mood tonight. How are you? I'm pretty good. Can't complain. That's I, I don't have anything as exciting as uh, seeing Alice Cooper in the second row or anything like that. Um, you, you mentioned ZZ Top. That's going to be interesting. What is, uh, what is the lineup for ZZ Top right now? Well, it, it's still, uh, you know, Billy Gibbons and Frank Beard, mm-hmm. but uh, they're longtime guitar tech, a fellow by the name of Elwood. Uh, he's filling in for Dusty Hill. And, uh, apparently, it was Dusty Hill's kind of wish that, uh, well, he was going off just to get surgery done, uh, you know, a while ago and said, let Elwood fill in for me on these dates we have, and then I'll come back. And then, unfortunately, he passed away. So they're going to keep going with Elwood. He even grew a nice big ZZ Top beard. Um, and he, he's been a guitar tech for him forever. So he knows all the songs, knows all the parts. And, uh, so he's going out on tour with them and I can't wait. They still put on a great show from what I hear. That's, that's what I hear too. So kudos to you. That's going to be super, super fun. Uh, Corey, speaking of super fun, it's always fun when you and I have these shows and we just go back and forth with one another because we're just two big fans of Van Halen. And we like to talk about van halen one song at a time that's the show but it's even more fun when we can do it with company and i believe we have company tonight don't we 
we do it. And uh, this fella is one of the first guys to reach out and say, Hey, love what you're doing with the podcast. I'd love to be on the show. That was way back in February. And we said, absolutely. Wow. Let's get you on the show. So here we are end of April. He's finally here. Uh, Greg Di Pasquale. Thank you very much for joining us here tonight. How's it going? It's going well. And uh, thank you very much for having me, gentlemen. I'm excited. Oh, it's our pleasure. You, you wrote a great message where you talked about, uh, you know, Van Halen is the reason you kind of got into guitar and all that. And just, you, you could feel the love of the band and the message you wrote. I'm like, oh, this has got to be one of the first guys we get on the show. Oh, well, yes. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'm glad I was able to uh, convey that uh, that message because that's uh, that's 100% accurate. I mean, that's, he, Eddie, uh, Eddie's the, uh, the cradle of uh, uh, musical set, uh, civilization for me, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. That cradle will rock. Yeah, well, <laughs> there it is. And there it is. So this isn't your first time actually being on a deep dive podcast. Maybe tell us about uh, your other appearances on other uh, deep dive podcast network shows. Well, I've done an appearance on uh, Metal Gods, Judas Priest podcast, and I've done several appearances uh, with the uh, Maiden A to Z gentleman in uh, Sweden. So yeah, I'm no stranger to the network. Um, love it. I mean, it's it's a haven for really anyone who wants to uh, get dirty and get nerdy with their favorite bands, you know? And you're also a big fan of the show that really kind of, we ripped our format from, uh, of course, Pot of Thunder, <laughs> the uh, oh, yeah. recognized symbol of excellence uh, in, in rock and roll podcasting. I truly believe that those guys are fantastic. And it's great to have another pothead on the show here. Today. Oh, a- absolutely. Uh, 100% pothead over here for sure. <laughs> awesome. And you're a musician as well, right? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> nice. On your better days, you maybe play a little guitar, right? Are you currently uh, doing anything? Yeah, I uh, currently play guitar for um, Shadow Kingdom Records recording artist Fatal Curse. Kind of more of like a traditional um, 80s style heavy metal band. Awesome. Right on. Yeah, like Maiden, Priest, Raven, Diamond Head, you know, like New Wave of British heavy metal. I would say if you were to pinpoint our style, probably somewhere between 1980 and 86, I guess. Nice. Yeah. That is such a specific uh, era. So <laughs> yes. I appreciate well, you getting yeah. so specific. Well, yeah, we figure if it's uh, if I, uh, if I give people a window, they, they can decide if they want to shut it or if they want to uh, jump through it, I guess. You know? That's very, very good. Yes. Well, we're, we're obviously super happy to have you on the show. Uh, glad that you also share a love for Van Halen, as we do. Um, to reiterate, you guys, all the listeners, we're not experts. We're not rock historians. We're simple fans who enjoy this band's work, and we're going to go through it one song at a time. So if, uh, Corey, you got anything else? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Oh, well, last week, uh, we, we touched on the big Van Halen news of the day, of course, and that was uh, Jason Newstead ah, yes. dropping a bombshell about uh, a tribute tour with uh, Joe Satriani himself and, and Alex and David Lee Roth. And then David Lee Roth even threw out uh, Steve Lukather and Pink as possible uh, uh, entrance to that as well. And then uh, Jason Newstead got really mad uh, at the reporter <laughs> for printing that. Uh, so he said something newsworthy during a news interview and then got mad when they printed it. I, I don't understand how <laughs> that works, but uh, we have Greg on the show. I wanted to get his perspective. Um, would you be down for kind of a, a Van Halen tribute tour with Joe Satriani and company? I think that even if, um, even though it would never be the same, I just think that the overwhelming 
I don't want to use, well, I guess, yeah, I guess we could use the word star power or firepower mm-hmm. of ha- having someone like Joe Satriani stepping into those shoes and, and taking a swing at him. I mean, really, I, I could play it on both sides of the fence for that. I could see why people wouldn't want to see it, but I can also understand why people would want to see it. It'd be one thing if it was just like, like if it was me, like if it was just me or some other dude just that happened to fucking fall down a flight of stairs and, and wind up in Alex Van Halen's jam spot and just, he's like, whoa, we're going to fucking go on tour with you, me, and Jason Newstead and <laughs> David Lee Roth and Pink. I can understand when people will be like, well, I don't want to see this shit, but, you know, like, it's Joe Satriani. I mean, the, he is... He's so good. And yeah. as I had discussed with uh, you gentlemen before we went live here that, you know, some people would say he maybe is even too good for, uh, for this type of adventure. But you know what? I think that when uh, the rubber hits the road and the bullet hits the bone, I think if those tickets uh, come wandering down my path, I think I would probably be parted from my cash for sure. Oh yeah. It's, it, yeah. it would almost, uh, the curiosity I think would be too high for me. Cause I, I absolutely get what you're Ooh. saying about Satriani Ooh. being a little too good. I think that's, uh, an accurate statement. Um, but I, I know like if the tickets sort of wandered my way, say you yeah. really want to go see this show, don't you? I go, yeah. well, yes, in fact I do just, if nothing else, just to say, Hey, I saw this thing once. Um, yeah. but as I've mentioned on the show before, unfortunately, uh, my time, the time has come and gone for me to ever see Eddie Van Halen live. I never got never got to do that in my lifetime. And that's been just a, a huge, huge regret of mine. Just, um, I don't know, circumstances, life happens and things get in the way. And then unfortunately, we never know how how long we are going to be on this world. And and sadly, I did not get to see Eddie before he uh, he departed. So I think we're all this... three. I think all three of us are rowing in that boat together. So right, you know, yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, so we're not alone. Not alone out there, and that's good. Yeah. But but to say that would I turn down the opportunity to see even this sort of like Frankenstein's monster of a mm-hmm. of a Van Halen band put together? I I think I would kind of have to go see that, if nothing else, to say well I did see that. If you think about it ideologically, it almost it almost is too poetic to not make perfect sense because. Satriani is also another guitarist who would then have time with both Dave and Sammy. Right. So. Absolutely. It'd be cool. Tragic. I think, I think, I think it would be, it'd be too. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm trying to th- find a good analogy for it, but like you never want to see a car accident, but you also don't turn away for it. And I'm not right. saying this would be, I'm not saying this, would, I'm not saying this would be a car wreck, but I'm saying this would just be too spectacular to ignore. And they wouldn't be billing it as Van Halen. It's kind of like uh, Queen and Adam Lambert or Queen and Paul Rogers. I'm a huge Queen fan. I never got to see Queen with Freddie Mercury, but I caught the right, show exactly. with Paul Rogers, and it was great. And I caught a show with them with Adam Lambert and say what you will about the kid. The kid can fucking sing. And it was a tremendous show, but it's Queen plus Adam yeah. Lambert, Queen plus Paul mm-hmm. Rogers. This would be a Van Halen tribute, not trying to pass themselves off as Van Halen. I agree. Yeah, they should call it like... Um... Uh, children in elders first, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I would really love if they got Wolfie involved because he was a Van, a Van Halen bass player, obviously. And Mammoth WVH is phenomenal. Like, if they opened every show of this tour, oh man, that'd be that'd be amazing. 
Well, I think that, the, I mean, that would be great, but I think that to not have Mike Anthony involved in this in some way would just Well, I'm be- saying with Mike Anthony. I'm saying Mike Anthony's got to be there. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. We're, we're big I, Mike I think, Anthony yeah. fans. Oh, I mean, it's, man, I, I don't want to really get too into the weeds of it, but I mean, if there was ever a dude who got done so dirty by his dudes in that band, it makes me upset one maybe not upset but it it bums me out to hear you know kind of how it all shook out with him in that band because he just always seemed like such a great guy and i mean those vocals i mean there's much a part of van halen lore as anything and i'm right there with you i I get kind of sick when i hear it too and mike anthony maybe wins the award for the nicest guy in rock like everybody says so right yeah nicest guy on the planet and I would he's, absolutely he want like to. He'd be a friend. great hang. Like he seems oh, like yeah. he'd be a, a great oh, hang. Yeah, and, sure. and like he's just the dude that likes whiskey and hot sauce. And who doesn't <laughs> want to hang out with people like that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, he's, and, and I like I like how he's like um, he's so close to the vest on a lot of stuff. Like there's that code of the road where, you know, in in a in a generation of like tell all documentaries and tell all autobiographies, I think I just saw an interview he did where he said. I'm going to write an autobiography, but I'm going to, the, the stories, they go with me into the grave. Like he said, like all the salacious stuff, all the dirt, he goes, that just, that stays on the road. Yeah. You know, yeah, he said, I respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. It seems concurrent with the personality he had always put out there, which I, I admire that, you know, I admire that. Yeah. 100%. Cause I, I'm, 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 I'm sure. I mean, he was not, he never portrayed himself as like to be as outlandish as Dave certainly, or, or he definitely wasn't the super cut from the superstar cloth of Eddie, but that dude was in Van Halen between, you know, 76 and 84. So I'm pretty sure that dude has lived the life of a couple men for sure. <laughs> but you know, e- even when you read like Noel Monk's book and stuff, they always talk about oh, Mike would just kind of go back to his room with his girlfriend who became his wife. Like, he partied, but never on the level of the Van Halen brothers or David Lee Roth, right? So that, that we know. Maybe he yeah, just kept know. it all under wraps. Maybe he just wasn't like a like a uh, TMZ. I mean, that didn't exist back then. But he wasn't like a he wasn't seeking that stuff out. I'm sure he had his. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure Mike Anthony's had a taste of it. <laughs> it's all bass players are the low key uh, uh, sneaky guys with the uh, their ability to uh, to hang and party, even if they seem like they're totally cool um many a bass player i have known uh just (laughs) gotta watch out for bass players it's fine um but but yeah there it is man uh just sharing the love of van halen no matter what form they take uh i it would be really really interesting to see if this thing comes to fruition but what oh you know what else should come to fruition the show we should spin the wheel and decide (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and decide what to, not that i'm not having a good time having this conversation but you know this is the show where we talk, talk about what song is going to be uh we have our handy dandy wheel in front of us it's the spin of the wheel but before we spin it i have to ask because i ask all the time what song greg i'll put it to you since you're our guest is there a particular song or maybe an album of which uh you want to manifest for today's show that you want to bring uh uh to uh to our listeners ears uh well song is, in particular there's definitely an album and but if mm-hmm. we want to get more specific than the album i will give you the specific song on the album and i would be tickled like an elmo if it was push comes to shove off a of fair warning uh-huh 
fantastic. I would love it. That that's is cool. that is my favorite um, um, non solo, non guitar solo song. Eddie Van Halen guitar solo. I would be so. incredibly, incredibly excited to talk about that. So there we go. So I'm sure. Uh, you know, with that being said, now that I said that, I'm sure it's going to be like <laughs> ca- Cabo Wabo or some shit like that. So. <laughs> Right. It's good tequila. I'm I'm sure the song is grand on a on a re-listen. I don't know. We'll find out eventually at some point, if not tonight. Uh Corey, what about you? Is there an album you want to sort of manifest or do you want to get specific and have a particular song? Well, I would not be upset at all if Greg's song uh hit, but I, I'm still in the mood for something, Dave. I was last week too. We had a Sammy track last week, a really good one for that matter. But I'm I'm feeling something off the debut album. I would love to feel your love tonight. That if that came up tonight, oh, I would be woo. very happy. Man, yeah. just gonna you know if if we land on feel your love, I'm gonna go ahead and tip my cap and say like <laughs> yes, it is absolutely what dreams are made of. Because have you heard feel your love, people? Have if you <laughs> haven't, you better hope we spin it because I would love to talk about it, and eventually we will. If it's not gonna happen tonight, uh, I'm I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, yeah, you know what, Corey? I think uh, you, you kind of um, had me go- leaning towards a Roth tune last week as well. We got a great Sammy tune out of it, and I'm never mad about it. But I think, uh, yeah, I think an early, early Van Halen, perhaps one or two. Uh, I think we need to hear one of those. But again, would not be mad if we get Greg's choice as well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's let's just just uh, manifest it as hard as we possibly can. Perhaps the wheel will be kind to us this week. Perhaps the wheel will do what the wheel do, and the wheel do whatever she wants. She's been Sometimes really kind she lately, it. though. She's been really she kind. She has. Lately, yeah. So is is this going to be the moment where the wheel just stabs us in the back? I don't know, but we are going to find out, Corey. After you're done priming it. I, I think I'm good. I hit shuffle a few times and it's resting on uh, cable wobble right now. So hopefully we don't hit that. Well, then there's <laughs> nothing to do now except to let Sammy take it away and spin the wheel. Here we go. Here we go. Coming down to. Oh, son of a bitch. How many say I from Van Halen 3? The worst we possible so, choice. We were oh. so close. You want to talk about like a, a hair. Yeah. We were mm-hmm. so close to light up the sky. And I would <laughs> that would have that would have made me very happy. And this is well, oh. can't say this is oh, what I was God. <laughs> when I when I said that sometimes the wheel do what it do this is one of the times i'm talking about okay like we tried really hard to get something we wanted to just have but we have a guest on the show we want to we want to have a good time we want the guest to have a good time and we hope that the wheel is merciful but this is the show there is a wheel you've seen it on twitter folks uh and sometimes that wheel is just not kind and uh yeah we are going back Back into the territory of Van Halen 3. To know something to be true and to deny it. How many, how many say I? The wheel is not always just, but it is fair. I'm so sorry, Greg. (laughs) Like, you'll never want to come back here because the wheel just treated you so badly. You know, I had that thought this morning. I was like, I really, I was like, like, considering how much, like how 
how Eddie, like how much he's, he's meant to me and really the band, I guess it effectively has meant to me. Like how funny would it be is if like, well, if you, even if you go back to five minutes ago when I said my favorite non guitar solo, Eddie Van Halen guitar solo is when push comes to shove. And now of course we pulled the fucking song that he's fucking singing on. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we pull, we pulled the one song in, in the catalog where he's got the lead vocals. Like, <laughs> this song, is, uh... you know, it's to be fair. I know it's easy to shit on this song in this album, but yeah. I mean, it's not really, I mean, if you would ask me to pick a song, clearly this would not have been the one I picked, but I, I think this song kind of gets a bad rap. I don't think it's as shitty as people think it is. I'm not saying it's great, but I'm also saying it's just not shitty, as shitty as people say. <laughs> I tell you, two of my well, favorite quotes from this song were uh, cringeworthy and unintentionally <laughs> hilarious. So, <laughs> well, well if, if nothing else, yeah. we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get a lot of entertainment, either based from uh, the commentary we throw out or uh, however structured this song is put together uh i'll be honest with you this one i have completely skipped so this is going to be a, a a new experience for me i have to tell you though <sighs> i really hope greg you're right i hope there are things to like about it because what i'm seeing here is this is not a short song this no it's not a long song. six minutes it's not six minutes this is a I'm six really, minute I'm song really, so i'm really i'm not i'm not a negative person so i i think you're gonna really look back <laughs> at my commentary and say Wow, he was really just overly filleting this song. And I'm really just trying to fill the glass halfway up instead of trying to drink it halfway down. And uh, I'm trying to pump its tires. And and, and and maybe in retrospect, it makes me sound like an insane person. But like, you know, it's just, just, well, we, just uh... seeing what song was, just seeing where the wheel almost landed. Yeah. That's what like makes this so much cooler. Because when I saw it tick on Light Up the Sky, like, I was about oh, to yeah. like fall yeah. out of my chair. Like please I was stop. about to just stop. explode. Please. I was like, please stop. And then, it was so close. I mean, we'll, we'll have to, uh, out, oh, we'll have no. to show the spin on Twitter if we can, Corey, because uh, yeah, yep. I don't think uh, the audience the realizes. Couple, how... I'll put this one on for sure. because yeah. <laughs> this, uh, I don't think people realize just how close this was, but oh, I, I just want to so... say, I think this is because of me. I think this happened. Only because <laughs> of me. Oh. I don't think you, if you guys had never had me on, it would have somehow never, ever been pulled. We don't. My, my first thought was we got to get Greg back on because we're punishing him. His first appearance on the show, <laughs> and we drew how many say AI. But here's the thing, though: if if I'm going to, if I came here to get the glory, I'm also going to have to get, you know, uh, pay the price of the gory. And if if I have to do this to get back and maybe get a, a better song, I will do it. I will absolutely <laughs> do it. I just so last last week, Mark, we had two people who who can barely spell Van Halen. They don't <clears> listen <throat> to music, right? And, and and we got best of both worlds. One of my favorite Van Hagar songs. And then this week we get Greg on here, who's a big Van Halen fan, and we get oh fuck, I can't believe it. I mean, look, look, our we we kept talking about it. Part, I think honestly, I think we jinxed it because we had we had mentioned how kind the wheel has been to us lately. Yes, and I and of course I said like I wonder if this is going to be the time you know because we have a guest on and and sure enough I don't blame sure. you Greg I, I blame myself and I blame the wheel and as always I blame the cult of Mariano I know <laughs> they're behind this through and through because they always are bastards you know what? I, yeah. I as much as I would love to blame the cult um, I, I just I don't see how I'm not culpable with this I feel like this is something that was <laughs> that the the day this album came out, 
I was destined for this moment 25 years later, however long it's been, 23 years later. I yeah. feel like this, this is just something that I've been, oh, I think this has been predestined for me. I think this has been my fate. Someday this has I was been preparing you. Someday, yes. I, someday I knew I was going to have to answer for this song, even though I didn't write it, I didn't record it, I had fucking nothing to do with it, but I knew somehow, some way, I was going to be responsible for carrying this song at some point, and now here I am. And now here you are on, on the, a podcast where we do nothing but talk about songs. So maybe, I don't know, maybe in your grand optimism of how this, uh, this episode might go, this actually might be very good for all of us. This might be therapeutic in a way. We don't know. Yeah. Or at least I don't know. I don't know what to fully expect except for I, I don't have a lot of uh, great optimism, but I have a little bit of optimism. So well, I'll tell you like, what, you can do what I'm doing and you can, I don't know if you drink, but if you do, you should probably grab a stiff one, which is what I'm doing right now. And um, I do. And I, I have a feeling though, that this isn't going to quite cut it. If this is as uh, troublesome as I'm expecting. This is what you I might want to get. You mind. might want to get something a little browner. <laughs> and maybe just right out of the bottle. Honey, bring forth the Jameson. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably more of what I'm thinking. Um, there you go. I'm sure there was Jameson involved in the writing and the recording of the song. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, I just can't believe that this is the one. But I also can believe it too. So. Well, I mean, well, after after that grand review, we can only the only thing we can do now is bite our lips swallow our drinks hearty and plow through this song now let's because it again I just, this is not I gotta a short say, song i i'm thinking back to everything i've said in the last 10 minutes i probably sound like an insane person because i sounded out i initially tried to make it seem like okay it's not that bad and i've walked that back so far <laughs> to where i've said <laughs> i've walked it back far enough to well, you know it's not that bad it's not as shit as everyone says it is too i've already walked it back to just get the booze out yeah, <laughs> I mean, you might be walking back even further, depending on how this this track goes. So uh, again, because this this is going to be pretty new to me, but I'm not uh, I'm not exactly looking forward to it. But, I'm gonna tell you hey, right now, I have I haven't listened to this song since probably 1999, and I will uh, and I can. I mean, I just it was <laughs> it's burned into my psyche. I could I could listen to it right now as I'm going to. Like it's oh boy. like I just heard it yesterday. That's great to hear because as soon as this song is done and when we're done talking about it, it will probably stick with me as well. And boy, <laughs> do I love that. So I, I can only hope that I find more to love about this track than I'm expecting. But Corey, what say you? Shall we shall we just rip the band-aid off and get right into it? Absolutely, Mark. Here is uh, how many say I from Van Halen 3 released March 17th, 1998? Already, Greg looks like he's in pain. <laughs> Basically, I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm not even gonna wave my hands. I'm just gonna say that just I'm I'm gonna reveal myself, uh, just the liar. I'm because like, I, maybe you know, within three seconds i've already rethought the whole ah it's not as shitty as i as people think it is it's it very just, much just from the too. ominous piano open it's just like oh no no i was it's wrong very, i regret it everything much, it very much might be as shitty as everyone says it is well good news everybody we only got five minutes and 59 seconds left to go so oh, oh, here wow. we go all right holy shit 
I, I hate, I've already gotten to hate. I just said it wasn't as bad as everyone said it was, and I've, within five seconds I've already gotten to, I hate. God, and you were so optimistic going into this. You think I know, you're not a negative you know person. It's not so bad. Like, I can't. But, but that's, you know, it has been, you know, 23 years since I've heard it probably. And so now I'm just I'm picking things up. I hate the ominous tone followed by the wilting major scale thing. Like, it's just like, that's <laughs> just, just such, such bullshit. Ugh. Man, this is going to be bad. Good news, everybody. We only have five minutes and 51 seconds left to go. the record that they decided it was time for him to do this and this closed the record this is the 12th track yes it was this very last the song of the record. Record. it definitely sounds like a, a closing track and you know it's like we're we're tired we're exhausted this was this took a lot to make here you go here's here's our slow burner and boy is it a slow burn apparently there's only what five minutes left yeah five minutes three seconds we're almost there. Can you? I feel like this quote is is really all you need to say about this era. Can you imagine being Gary Sharon and saying, "Well, I've been in two bands, Extreme and Van Halen, and Van Halen was my least successful." Yeah, Van Halen was second. Successful of two bands. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He, he sold more records with Extreme than he did with Van Halen. Oh yeah, yeah. That is a strange and sad statement, but yes. Say what you will about Extreme. Extreme. I won't say that's sad. I love. I fucking love extreme and when i found out sharon was going to be the new singer i was actually stoked oh yeah a lot of people were absolutely (laughs) until they weren't well who knew that he wasn't going to be the lead singer on every song on this record (laughs) also yes yeah i tell you what all right right, Corey. (sighs) keep her going Couldn't keep quiet when she needed a hug. I'm all too strong when it lives too much. How many, how many say I? Jesus Christ. God, God well, bless you, Eddie, but <laughs> I, oof, I, I think Greg needs You know, a- I'm. I'm remiss, I'm remiss to speak ill of the dead, especially when the dead is Eddie Van Halen, but. 
I, I always think Yeesh. back to the uh, Metallica documentary, uh, Some Kind of Monster, where they talk to Lars's dad and he deletes that. that. Shit. <laughs> just delete this. Yeah. <laughs> this, this should have been deleted. <laughs> Mark, are you digging it? Uh, no, but <laughs> part of my brain is still kind of going like, where is this going? And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to find out where it goes. Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, your brain is going to never get an answer for that question. <laughs> oh boy. Is it going to stay like this the entire time? I mean, I want to, I don't want a spoiler alert, but I mean, it's been a couple <laughs> decades, but it's been a while. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> spoiler right, alert right. to 22 years I'm ago. Just I'm just mentally preparing because yeah, this, this, uh, opener is something. There's not enough therapy in the world for this kind of mental preparation. <laughs> All right, here we go. Go on and say yes. Let me know. Would you rather guess when you just don't know? And then say I love you, but aren't really sure. What band is this? This is not Van Halen. This is not like, and this is like the shitty Beatles. There is like I don't I don't understand that, what's what's going on with this. When when Sharon enters the fray, they have a moment of we're just not quite hitting the notes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm no musician, but we all made the same face when Sharon came. They were like, oh yeah. Sharon was, I mean, listen, he's, he's bulletproof and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna nail him to this cross, you know, but like he, he's not the one who's not hitting the notes here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and you know, I will say I, I will in, dare I fill this glass halfway up again, <laughs> you know, the one thing I do enjoy, and this also, I think been maybe one of the bigger problems about Van Halen from a fan's perspective is I do like that I feel like they've they've neglected their legacy to considering the size and the magnitude that they had in stature they had achieved as a band they've neglected their legacy probably more than any big band that has ever existed and, I, and in a weird way I mean, it's from a fan's perspective, it sucks for us. It blows, you know, but I feel like that there's a charm to that as well, too, because Eddie, and probably to a lesser degree, Alex as well, too, like maybe mentally, they never evolve past the we're just musicians. And they just happen to be just musicians that ended up being in like you know, one of the biggest rock bands in the history of rock and roll. And I don't think right. that they, their brains ever evolved from we're just musicians in the fucking bar or in the club. Mm. I don't think they ever evolved from beyond that standpoint, which from a pure musical perspective, you have to give 
I shouldn't say you two have to give, but I give that respect of someone who says, fuck it, we do whatever we want. You know, like, oh, even yeah. like, like, yeah, we're Van Halen and we've sold, you know, 100 million records or whatever it is, whatever the number is. It's more than all of us. But <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I respect them saying, like, like, us are like, well, what are you guys doing? Why are you doing this? Where is this going? And why is this even on the road to go there? Mm-hmm. But from a, a purely musician standpoint, just like, well, why do I give a fuck about what, what these people think? It's my song. It's my band. Yeah. You know, like, we're going to do whatever we want. And so from a purely artistic musical standpoint, I respect the shit out of this song. But then there's that thing of hearing and ears. <laughs> and there's the enjoyment factor. It's like, yes. I don't enjoy it. I respect that you put this out. I don't enjoy the yeah. thing you put out. Yes, exactly. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm just reading a quote here on this track which was called an unusual acoustic piano ballad featuring Eddie on lead vocals and Sharon on backing vocals. Eddie declared he was forced into singing and added harmonies so he would not perform alone. Ah. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe that, that that dude did anything forced. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah. That's that's the problem. Like, especially especially at, especially at that point. Yes. Like yeah. maybe maybe Dave was able to cajole him into doing stuff maybe he didn't want to do in like the first first run with Roth but like in 98 or this record came out in 98 or 99 98 yeah there's no one fucking pushing Eddie Van Halen no to to do anything he doesn't want to do Eddie co-produced the record with Mike Post and his Eddie produced the record with Mike Post on his property yeah (laughs) maybe he was just really excited to put out this particular track for whatever reason and he just expected Gary to sing it and he expected it was like singing. Gary's like, I don't really want to do that. And it's just like, well, I, I'm not the singer. I'm not going to sing it. And nobody would do it. And he's like, well, then fuck it. I'll do it. It's like, oh, I'm we're doing sure, this song. I'm pretty sure in 1998, if Eddie Van Halen says to Gary Sharon, hey, man, you're our singer now. Here's this piano ballad. Mm-hmm. Here are the lyrics. Here's kind of what I have in mind for the melody. Go for it. I don't think Gary Sharon's saying, fuck you, dude. I'm not doing yeah, this. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, Gary Sharon was three years out from extreme 
being kind of cast into and eh, possibly unjustly, well, not possibly, definitely unjustly cast into like the hair metal cutout bin. Right. You know, that band got discarded <laughs> into the trash along with the warrants and the wingers of the world, which isn't right because yeah. they were definitely different and much more valid, I think, artistically speaking. But like, although I do like winger, admittedly. I don't want um, Yeah. But like 17 doesn't age well, but that's about the only one. Well, well, in more than one, more than one way. More <laughs> yeah. than one way yeah. it doesn't age well. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, but at that point, I don't think Gary Sharon, who, you know, at that point, he's not. He's not turning that down. He's not saying, no, fuck you. I'm not singing that shit by myself. No, I guarantee you if Gary Sharon had been asked to sing that song as the lead, he would have fucking done it. And he would have been great. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't sing this lead. He's a, I mean, listen, I don't want to talk out of school and I don't want to fucking drop any bombs. It's going to shock anyone here. But Gary Sharon is a fucking way better lead singer than Eddie Van Halen is. I don't want to fucking shock people here, say something, you know, blabbermouth headline worthy, but like, Carrie Sharon shits all over Eddie Van Halen as a singer. That's going to be on Blabbermouth uh, next week because <laughs> you said that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Should we keep going? Yeah. Yeah, probably right. should. <laughs> probably. I just needed a break. Um, yeah. How many times do you think they played How Many Say I live? I'm going to venture a guess and say none. Uh, well, according to uh, setlist.fm, seven times in 1998, they played How Many Say I. Seven times. Seven Jeez. times. That's seven too many. Can you, can you imagine buying a ticket uh, to a Van Halen show and then Eddie and Gary just come out and Eddie Punk's down on the piano and, and, and this is what they bang out. Like we, we could be hearing eruption right now. Instead, we're getting to this. But I, I got to imagine I'm that. Uh, there, there you go. Go ahead. There you go. I was going to say, like, that's kind of what I was saying uh, earlier is like uh, before we, 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 we kicked in live here, like because I never saw them live, I never have the memory of going to see them live and having them fucking roll out with Never Say I or something like that. You know, like I, I always have just the records, and I'll never have the memory of you know sitting, you know, at the ass end of some amphitheater, watching Gary Sharon and, and EVH sit at some keyboard or piano, them playing. How many say I? Like I'll never have that memory, and I'm thankful I don't, because there's seven concerts in the history of Van Halen that have that memory. <laughs> but wouldn't you really want to have that memory? Because if you have that memory being at that show, that means that whole audience has that memory. And you all would have that moment where you're just turning to one another going, okay, 
we're gonna we're doing this all right this all right i'm, I'm not are you that's a moment where you look at like, people no, who are that's a moment where you look at the people who are sitting around you and you're like how many <laughs> of us are experiencing this right now how many exactly. say i how, how many, many say, say i say i how many but if you think about, I mean, it's 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 unique that there's seven concerts full of people in this world that could say they are one of seven concerts to have experienced this song. But who's fucking walking around bragging about that shit? No one. That's I mean, maybe I'm Gary I'm Sharon, sure. maybe. Yeah, maybe Gary. Maybe uh, <laughs> no offense to Gary. I know, long time listener. I know for sure. Uh, we apologize, Gary. Um, but he listens uh, to the show. <laughs> I only in my dreams. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if he, if he does, cool. this is Gary. This ain't on you. This this ain't Not at all. Across. Yeah, we love that's you. true. That's yep. yeah. We we actually we've talked about it before when we did a Gary tune. It's like, look, we're not haters on Gary Sharon as not a musician at all. At all. I Gary, love extreme. We all love extreme. So, Gary, you rule in song for love. Yeah. Still smokes to this day. Yeah, fucking yeah, right. I love song for love. Pornography yeah, is, is like top to bottom one of my favorite albums of all time. There you they go. Were, they were but, they were gonna be they were gonna be the queen of the nineties. Yep. But one hundred percent three. I knew Van I liked you, Greg. Just... You're fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we, lo- we love you, Gary, but Van Halen three was a miss. Uh so you know, chalk that up to what yes. it was. Um I'll tell you what, I, in, in ninety-eight, Van Halen performed eighty-one concerts and they did this song seven times. That should tell you something. It probably oh, they, yeah. they probably busted it out early and it fell so flat they're like, we gotta fucking replace it with something. Oh, this we gotta get rid of that one. Yeah. I will I will give them credit though. If you were ever gonna see Van Halen live, that was probably the era to see them because from all I've seen from the set list, that was the best balance of the Sammy and Dave eras, which you weren't gonna get either of those with Dave oh. singing and you weren't gonna get it certainly with Sammy singing. Oh fuck! The, they did the that. Gary Sharon era was had the best set list. Yeah, they did Mean Street. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, they ain't talking about love. Panama, all yeah. the big hits right now. Yeah, they mixed the Sammy and the Dave, uh, mm-hmm. almost right down the middle. Right? It's it was. I, I can say I can say I have heard a live, uh, just on audio, a live show of 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 a Dave. I'm sorry, of Sammy doing ain't talking about love, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's fantastic. It's so good, and no. and it just makes. It sort of just solidifies my whole thing. It's like, look, Sammy's the better vocalist. I don't know why we're having this argument. You now, imagine Gary Sharon doing Humans Being 74 times on that tour. That'd be fucking phenomenal. I think he would have nailed that. Absolutely. I, I, I think Gary Sharon probably would have nailed any song they threw at him. You know, they did Romeo Delight, Dance the Night Away, Feel Your Love Tonight, I'm the One. And then they did Hagar tunes like Dreams. And then did they you broke guys up. Ever a, did you ever see a video of them in Japan? on that tour and Sharon he wanders into the crowd and then he throws himself down the flight of stairs in the in like the stadium he does like a he does like a stuntman thing where like he goes into the crowd walks up the stairs he sings and then he throws himself down the stairs and then at lands at the bottom pulls the microphone back out and gets right back into it like that dude was he was willing Jeez. to break bones and bleed for yeah. to, to be the singer of that band. And he was going to sing everything. He's going to sing the shit out of everything, including never how many say I seven times allegedly, or apparently, you <laughs> know, only seven. He was gonna, seven was the only limit. seven. Yeah. He was going to sing the shit out of anything they gave him. And he was going to be awesome. And I really think he got a, mm. he got a bad break. He got a bad break. Yeah. 
He did. And again, uh, well, I should say a bad the break. Hell out of you. Yeah. Great break. Great break. <laughs> great break. Yeah. Great break. Just a bad, bad rap. Uh, bad rap. Bad rap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, respect the hell out of you, Gary, as a musician. But as I said, mm-hmm. this album just does not land the mark. But uh, I'm, mm-hmm. we might as well keep trucking through all the uh, say eyes. We only got three minutes to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Of the song, best part of the song. I will say this part is good. This part is very nice. It's it's like it's 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 just it's almost like it's restarting. Just yeah, but it's great because there's no vocals. There's no vocals right here. It's just beautiful music. We got lovely strings here playing. Well, in that case, let's just let's enjoy the instrumentals then. As a piece of music that's quite lovely until you get to the law and order fucking dumping. yeah exactly was, they went back they went back to law and order shit it's exactly that's perfect that's, that's a perfect man perfect. ominous would, tone and, and he, like yeah he, here his, i was uh, just in yeah just enjoying the uh the modulations of like the sort of the number that eddie was doing on piano there and then you and then i feel like the svu is gonna pop in any, any second now and it's just like what it's What's like forgetting happening? Sarah Marshall, that movie is like, I don't write music, I just do ominous tones. Dark, ominous tones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but the transition from this lovely piece of music performed nicely by the string section there, and then the dun dun. Oh, it's shit. It's total part shit. Of me, total part shit. of me thinks it's 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 a, a way of them kicking into something like heavier and like rocking out and uh to finish the tune out, but I have a feeling that's not what's gonna happen. Well, it's well, I'm going to quote Brad Delp, and I'm going to say it's more than a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. find out, Mark, shall we? All right. on your tv back there you got a golden knights uh blackhawks update are they playing tonight what's the score do you know <laughs> yes they they are playing tonight <laughs> um it's uh three three going into the second intermission uh all right go Vegas. golden knights they, they need to well they really they need dallas to not get any points yeah. yeah but obviously i'm in buffalo so i'm really pulling for the knights to uh to not get anything we had to deal with that whole eichel nonsense so gotcha yeah oh boy I just wanted a distraction because <laughs> this is uh this this track is not getting better. I was kind of hoping it would get better. It's not. 
No, well, yeah, I mean, free from the shit with, with the string section, and then the da dun hit, and you just knew the, they had that middle section, which is just beautiful. And then, yeah, they went back to dark, dark, ominous tones, which is just like to me, that's almost like a, it's a reverence for the sake of a reverence, which is just like it just it's it's interrupting is what it is. It's disruptive, yeah. you know, you know, and that's to me that seems almost. It's almost anti Van Halen if you think about it, because they were always very, at their best, they were always compartmentalized. Like when he wanted to be reckless, it was reckless and it was appropriate. They never were inappropriate, really, except for like this song. Like, like the the beautiful stuff was just beautiful, and they never fucked with it. The beautiful stuff was just, uh, just a, a perfect panoramic, just picture of just beautiful music the reckless shit was just falling out of the windows up on two wheels off the rails wild rock and roll and this is just like i, I don't know it's the cd era they had time they had time to kill they had 79 <laughs> yeah. minutes they could fit on this disc so they're like well fuck might as well just do this bullshit piano ballad <laughs> we need you to waste six minutes yeah, and exactly. four seconds. How do you think you can do it? I'm like, yeah, I got yeah. you. Well, that's a great call. We'll, just we'll, we'll, long slap it the, we'll slap it at the end of the record yeah. so no one has to hit the skip button. Yeah, just, just throw it yeah. at the end. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> this record fine. is 65 minutes long. That's a great point, Greg, because yeah, because they could yeah. fill it. It's it's the Ian Malcolm line from Jurassic Park. Just because you could doesn't mean you should you should, right? Like you, you should could argue that yeah. the CD era you could argue that the CD era of music was really the dawn of filler because they had all this time. You know, in the vinyl era, they had those early Van the the Roth Part One era. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's the vinyl era. The, those records were like thirty to thirty-four minutes long. Yeah, exactly. You know, sixteen to seventeen minutes aside, there was no bullshit. It was just compact. We're gonna give you the best of the best, and because we don't have the the well, we don't have the space to to fucking give you more. You know, we're not going to waste your time because we don't have the money to waste to slap on another vinyl onto this. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. and then once you have the digital medium, the CDs, we're like, well, we have 78 and a half, 79 minutes to get on this. So let's slap, slap whatever let's we want on it. it. Yeah. Fill it up. Let's fill it up. Fuck it. <laughs> and they fucking, they fucked it. <laughs> they, we, fucked. uh, there's a, there's a, a thing we do uh, uh, with with the songs that we we discuss on the show here. Um, usually Corey takes the lead on this one, but I'm gonna go ahead, Corey. I don't know if you've been following the uh, lyrics of uh, <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> how many yes. say I? But man, I don't know. I, I, did Eddie write these lyrics? I, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah I would say yes. Yeah, like all, just, all songs uh, on this album were attributed to Eddie Michael. Uh, who barely plays on the album, right, Gary? And yeah, I, I didn't think Mike played. He even played on this record, right? He, he played on like three tracks, I think. Uh, I know he did his backup vocals, but as far as his bass, uh, that was always in question. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. which sucks. I think that uh, it just that feels so slimy and greasy. You it know? really does. And like you said, like ever since 1984, they shit on this guy so much, and it's so unwarranted. But you know, he's willing to give up his publishing, willing to take a pay cut to go on tour with the guys because he just liked being a part of Van Halen. He's a rock star. It's unfair. They literally have the line all Greg, in uh, his love. Yeah, Greg, song. muted again. So, 
works. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that I my assessment at the beginning was correct. This is their uh, Beatles-esque uh, attempt. Well, wow, I don't know if Paul McCartney. I don't know if Paul McCartney would appreciate that. Probably not, but you know, it is <laughs> what it is. Okay. Mark, I, I liked your shitty Beatles reference uh, back to Wayne's yeah. World when they asked Meatloaf, <laughs> "Shitty Beatles are they any good?" Yeah. Meatloaf said, "They suck. <laughs> they totally suck." <laughs> All right, we I was hoping somebody would get that reference, but yes, let's let's yeah. keep going, please. All right, a minute thirty-four to go. Here we go. Have you ever looked down when a homeless walk by? Change the channel. It's a hard child. Well, have you, Mark? Have you ever looked down when the homeless walked by or changed the channel when you saw a hungry child? Have you? Yeah, because I don't want to hear Sarah McLaughlin sing at me when we're, we're looking at when we're looking at sad, you know, sad children or sad puppies and things of that nature. Like, go, stop, get off my TV screen, Sarah. Stop it. And can you uh, imagine you if know. they replaced "I Will Remember You" with this song? Have you ever? I can. Commercials? I, I I can. I can imagine it, and uh, I I don't want to, but I can. Something to be true and then deny it. How many, how many say I? How many, how many say I? How many, how many say I? 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 The dark hour in this order bump bump. Fuck off. It sucks. It's so it's bad. Still going. Ah, fuck it. Is I, this I, the worst song? In, in, I feel bad saying this. Like, if, if Wolf Van Halen ever hears this, I apologize. I've never ever mean any disrespect to your old man, but like, this just this song. I just, man, I wish it didn't exist. Oh, God! But also. <laughs> you said it dave yeah <laughs> i wish i wish it would i wish it didn't exist but at the same time i'm glad it i'm glad it does exist because oftentimes you can't tell um where the peaks are until you're staring up at it from a valley you know there you go yeah <laughs> well uh you know Whoa. what i no <laughs> no yeah i'm gonna just gonna jump right into it uh cory I'm just going to straight up ask you. I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. With all that we've heard, with all that we've uh, discussed so far, would you say that how many say I is what dreams are made of, or is the dream over and there are no many eyes to say? Well, I tell you, I gave it uh, after careful consideration. Uh, 
like I was looking forward to this night so much. Mm. I could hang out with my friend Mark, and I knew Greg was coming on. I was really looking forward to that because I heard your uh, your shows on uh, Maiden A to Z. I'm like, oh, Greg knows his shit. This is gonna be fantastic. We're gonna roll something great. We were so close. We could have had light up the sky. We were so <laughs> close. But the the dream is absolutely fucking over. Uh, Greg, our special guest, who willed this song on the wheel here tonight for us here. I 100% blame you. Uh, <laughs> is the dream over or is this what dreams are made of? Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. This is certainly um, this is what nightmares are made of. So I would say the dream is definitely over. <laughs> what more can you do? It is I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah. And so... It befalls to me, gentlemen, to tell you that despite all that we've heard, despite all that we have said, and despite my initial feelings on this, I must tell you. You had me worried. I must tell you that I have to agree. I have to absolutely agree with the both of you. Uh, this is, I, I said it at the beginning this is not i don't know what band this is i respect i have to reiterate what greg said i respect the entire band their musicianship i respect that the the fact that they even created this song when i say they i mean eddie i i respect the fact that eddie decided this was going to be the way we're going out despite the circumstances whatever they are uh if i was more of a historian man i could tell you factual information i can but instead i can only give you my uh my rough guesstimations and my, my rough guess is Eddie just wanted to try something different and kudos to him, more power to him. Cool. Congratulations. You did it. The problem is it's just not, it just doesn't, it doesn't come out very good. It's not, this isn't good. I'm sorry. It, it is possible that even uh, people you think are perfect and unstuck and it just and bulletproof in the sense of they can do no wrong sometimes there are cracks and uh, i would say i'm gonna say something that's crack but yes go ahead greg i'm gonna say something that i'm sure anyone listening is probably just gonna groan or (laughs) you know you know what would have made this song better if if you had to if someone said you have this song and you can't undo it already been done mm-hmm. but you have one chance to make it better what would you do to make it better i would i would replace eddie's voice with nuno Betancourt's. oh yeah it i was gonna been, say it was, i it would probably make my probably, the harmonies or that yeah <laughs> the harmony would have been a lot better absolutely yeah if they had removed the ominous tones, the unnecessary ominous tones, and replaced Eddie's voice with Nuno's, it probably would have been a fucking top tier extreme song. Very well, could yeah. That's a. Uh, I mean, I mean, the lyrics statement. are still stupid. I might, I, I might get kicked. Off, I might get kicked off the internet for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be our last oh. episode. I have no doubt. Everyone's gonna come down on us. They're gonna say. <laughs> How many say I is an actual Van Halen classic? We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I think the FBI I mean, is circling. I think the FBI is circling my house right now. Yep, here they come. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you dare besmirch the, the name of Van Halen with this. The yeah, no, no, no. 
Yeah, if they're coming for you, they're coming for all of us. So I have to say, yeah. I, I mean, I love Iron Maiden a ton, and I I shit all over them for "Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger," and I, I just oh, that's the one you did. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one I did, and it was a shit all over that one. And this is well, I guess this is just my trial by fire for these podcasts. This is well, how bad do you want? How bad do you want to do these podcasts? Well, we're going to give you the fucking worst material. <laughs> so it's a it's a clean so sweep sorry. over here yeah <laughs> yeah i we apologize to our, our guest greg uh but look as i say every week man it's it's all the spin of the wheel and sometimes she is a cruel mistress this time she was just straight up cruel because oh dear god this is not uh not a banger this this track this is not uh that one that is going to go in the upper echelon of van halen tunes we have discussed songs that i would consider belong uh up there in the upper tier this is not one of them this i think by far is the worst one we have done however you guys there are so many more tracks that we still have to get through there are plenty of i'm sure uh dumpster fire of songs that even the mighty van halen are not immune to that are coming our way i i like to tease Corey all the time that as soon as we get to more of for unlawful carnal knowledge uh there's going to be ones that he specifically does not want to discuss i can't wait to get to that just just to see his reaction uh seeing the re seeing the reactions out of these two gentlemen for this song was was a treat in and of itself uh that's the enjoyment i got out of this episode i would, I would listen i would listen to spanked <laughs> 50 times in a row before i, I listen <laughs> to how many say i i would too ever again i would too man on a mission whatever the worst track on for unlawful is i would listen to it a hundred times in a row before i would listen to this song again yeah oh man Corey, do you do you realize what we've just done oh no what we it's we've done a lot of bad very, things it, but it's very possible this might be the lowest that we go i think it might be this uh, might be the lowest like even even the ones that we might not uh you know consider to be the dream is not what dreams are made of but not as bad as uh as how many say i maybe I, maybe this is the lowest i i really dislike can't stop loving you like a lot oh wow okay and i think i would i would put this song below that <laughs> no. that's, that's what i'm saying like i i think maybe we've gone the lowest we can go as far as these is van halen tunes go so well, I'm, glad to, I'm, 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 I'm glad to hang out with you guys and meet you at rock bottom <laughs> <laughs> there's nowhere to go but up there's nowhere to go it's but up Thanks, and, thanks, you know, for maybe, thanks for slumming it with me tonight. We're totally, yeah, that's that's exactly what this was. Slumming it. So yeah, it's only it's only uphill from here. Uh maybe some of the climb gets a little bit harder, uh, depending on the song, but it's all uphill. I think I I don't I can't possibly foresee, and this might be uh the my dying words. I can't foresee it getting any worse than this. And there what, we go. Considering I said earlier, like I joked. I was like, "Well, I want when push comes to shove, shove, so I'll probably get Cabo Wabo." Man, what you wishing for that Cabo Wabo? There's Cabo Wabo when you need it. <laughs> the winds of the winds of fate just <laughs> blew it right into my face, saying, "Oh yeah, I bet you wish you had some Cabo Wabo now." <laughs> yeah. 
the wheel said uh, no tequila party for you none for yeah. any of us but again that's the way the show works that is a, a new addition uh, a newest edition of the show uh but before we go it's uh once again greg thank you I know this was not uh, probably the uh, <laughs> this was not not the song you expected to talk about. This was not uh, the, the well, show in a you way, were hoping for. In a way, this was when push came to shove. Yeah. So well, there you, there you are. It's, but but regardless, we appreciate you uh, listening to us. We appreciate you hanging out with us, being a part of this, adding your colorful commentary with us because that's just the kind of thing we do. Uh, if you want to, please. Plug yourself. Let the people know where they can find you on the socials. If, uh, if you I don't have, know if I, I don't know if I can plug myself worse than this song has. Um, but um, yeah, this um, I don't even know. <laughs> the song uh, has, my, has my, melted my, your brain. My band is Fatal Curse. We sound nothing like this song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you like, if you like eighties heavy metal. Check us out. Don't don't hate mail me for not liking a Van Halen song, please. But if I you want Eddie to, Van his Halen. Twitter. I love, I love Van Halen. I, yeah, if you want to go, I'm at, at true, true Gregadeth on Twitter. Um, if you want to fuck with me or argue with me about how much I dislike this song, despite my initial feelings of, ah, I got a bad rap. No, I've walked, I've walked that back entirely. I've Homer, I've Homer gifted myself back into the bushes on my initial statement, uh, the song sucks. It blows. Sorry, Eddie. Rest <laughs> in peace. I love you. You're the reason I play guitar. I fucking love Van Halen. This song stinks. <laughs> Don't worry if uh, if any any of our listeners like really really just want to talk shit about you. We'll hear about it. You won't. They'll help, they'll hate mail us to death. It's fine. I enjoy it. I get a kick out of it. Uh, Corey. Where can the good people find you to tell you how much they love this song? If, if there's a human being on the planet that is going to defend this song, please let me know at CD Morset on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> at Podcastable Rock is the show Twitter account. I can't imagine there's a fucking human being. But on that's planet. what makes us humans being. There you go. Shine on, my friend. Shine on. Yep. <laughs> you realize what you've done with that. You know who the the person the human being on this earth that's going to come around and go i actually enjoyed that song you know who it's going to be is it Mary? yeah yes you just you just you're just feeding the the, the fire to the cult we're oh, feeding geez. the monster if you will and you know what? i just want to do one thing i brought the wheel back up i just i want to spin it this isn't going to count what would have been the spin tonight this is the second spin of the night would we have gotten anything better we would have got black and blue know. from ou812 would have so been it would have been better. That would have been would've better. Been, would have been that much better. <laughs> well, it would have been. I mean, yes. It would have been <laughs> Sammy level bad. Mm-hmm. You know, Sammy had a tendency to, well, especially if it involved the ladies, to uh, just really just puke out some just fucking cornball lyrics. But yeah, I would have taken black and blue. <laughs> For sure. I think Dave, yeah. Dave and Sammy were both guilty of that, but you know, based on you know recent uh, studies, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, don't forget, you guys, you can uh, find us 
at uh, andthepodcastwillrock.com. We have all the episodes. We've got merch. Get yourself some uh, some hoodies, some maybe some tank tops. It's getting warmer out there if you're in uh, my neck of the woods. Um, get you a T-shirt. Get you whatever you, you need, man. We've got you covered. Uh, we will not have uh, how many say I merch unless uh, we can find some really clever way of parodying that uh we'll workshop it we'll see we'll talk to our buddy scribs he's, he's good about that how many you know what? After, after after this episode it might be a, a case of uh how many say bye to never listen to this fucking podcast ever. <laughs> there you I go mean, and, it, and, it, and, it, and if and if that's the case then uh get at me at my Mark the bat on Twitter and Instagram because I love it when people come at me and tell me how much uh, I, I've missed the mark, so to speak. Uh, uh, thank Ooh, you for nice that. Pun. Thank you I for, like that. I Excellent know. Yeah, pun. yeah. I mean, it's I get, funny because that's get your name. <laughs> yes. Um, and be on the lookout for my memoir soon. Uh, mark was way off on this one. Uh, thank you for that title, uh, Twitter person. Uh, wasn't even going to shout him out, but there it is. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, that yeah that's a new episode you know how it is we just we love the band we love van halen we love talking about it sometimes the wheel does not love us and so we have to talk about a song that we don't love but that's the part of the fun of the show in spite of it all i had a great time so uh thank you to greg for joining us again as always thank you Corey, for being here thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe share us around be sure to check out the deep dive podcasting network you got everything you could possibly want in uh rock podcasting i would say you'll even hear our buddy greg and some other shows uh a to z iron maiden for example so there you are and uh you'll be hearing some more guests on our show We're, we've got them all booked up it's going to be a blast hopefully better songs in the future like i say it's only upwards from here at least i certainly hope so but that is the show we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.